get ready, put on your earbuds, turn up your smart speaker. Next up is Brother Don's Daily Bible Lesson, found exclusively on the Gospel Trail. Now here he is, with a quick devotion from Scripture to start your busy day. And now, the one we've been waiting for, the man of God, but most importantly, a friend of Jesus, Brother Don. This is Brother Don with the Daily Bible Lesson. We are in the Gospel of John, chapter 2 and verse 1. We're using the Passion Translation. Jesus was not ascetic. He was not removed from the world, but participated freely in most of everyday life. And in chapter 2 of the Gospel of John, his mother attends a wedding in Cana, and Jesus, along with all of his followers, were also invited. Curiously, this chapter begins with the phrase, on the third day, and that naturally brings up the question, the third day from what? It may be that John, the writer of the gospel, is hinting at the resurrection of Jesus on the third day from the crucifixion, since that was no doubt on his mind a great deal. But we really can't be certain of the significance of the phrase. A Jewish wedding traditionally involved a great deal of dancing and some drinking, although it's unclear whether this was the full-strength wine that could make you tipsy, if not drunk, or if it was the variety that only had a small amount of wine in water to reduce the parasites and other impurities. Well, regardless, they ran out of wine, and there was no time to make more, as is vividly portrayed in the miniseries The Chosen. There was embarrassment for the newly married couple, and Mary asks Jesus if he can do something about it. Jesus addresses his mother as my dear one, and points out that if he does a miracle, this will officially begin his life of ministry, which would involve doing miracles as well as speaking and advising. It will change everything for you, it will change nothing for you, but will change everything for me, he tells her. The miracles were clearly his foremost concern, as can be seen in the phrase, unveiling of my power. Jesus felt the hour had not yet come. He knew this was the first step down the road to Calvary and the crucifixion. He may not have felt emotionally prepared to begin that journey yet. And indeed, we find the same hesitation in the Garden of Gethsemane, only a few hours before the cross. If he now did a miracle, he would receive much public attention, enter into heated discussions with religious leaders, and be in constant demand for healings and speaking. Mary's reaction is interesting. She does not insist, but instead resorts to a more indirect form of influence. She speaks to the servers and tells them to do whatever Jesus says. 
Hey, that's pretty good advice for anyone. Jesus sees his father's hand in Mary's words and actions, and thus he does as she asks. Not always will he do his mother's will, particularly when her desires have the potential to interfere with his ministry. One thinks of the time that she and others from the family came to meet with Jesus, and upon meeting, being notified of the fact, Jesus turns to the disciples and says that they are his mother and family. But this is not one of those times. He gets the nod from his Father in heaven, he performs a miracle, and his ministry has officially begun. And it quickly becomes obvious that this does change everything for him. Next time, we will examine a number of important lessons from this story. To hear more details, consider listening to the discussion about this event on the podcast titled Miracle of Cana. This is Brother Don. Listen every day for the daily Bible lesson. May God be with you, guide you, and give you perfect peace this day. Amen. The Gospel Trail Live, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Central Time. Join us at 720-820-1290 or at our website, Meeting Room, at pgn.church. Our podcast hosts can be reached at 218-461-0164. Please text or say your joys and concerns, and we'll get back to you or even air them on our next podcast. Until we meet again, blessings to you and the church that meets at your house.